0: This is the Ken Pittman Show on 1420 WPSM. Now that you're gone, my world is in shreds. Oh, you love me and left me. You took all the things that I needed so bad. I'm standing here when
1: 996 you you're listening to the ken pitman show and uh you know as i look for things to talk about uh, during the week i can't help but all these these little side stories that continue to flood the ap and you know major news publications it's just a senseless acts of violence um we're almost tone deaf to it is so much of it um grandfather was murdered by a 13 year old on a public bus I think in Florida, um, his leg was partially blocking the aisle and he was killed over it. And, you know, I raised six kids, still have three in my house. And I just think it's, it's internal anger from from Neglect. I mean, and what are they exposed to when, when you are uh, a lazy or a parent who's too busy, one of the two, to even care what your kids doing, and they're sitting there, and uh, you know, shame on the gaming industry for not policing themselves. But like, the, you know, you get the, all these incredibly gifted uh, game designers who who provide these graphics between the audio, the sound, the overall sensation that the the gratification. Of playing these games is amazing, and it's only getting worse if if you're uh, concerned about them spending too much time on it. But, but this game, some of the most popular games, uh, you, you take the role of somebody that just does terrible things, whether it's rape, assault, carjacking, murder. It, it you just do whatever, and I think, you know, maybe the, maybe the kids lose a sense of reality of what real human life and taking one. Uh, uh, that's got to be part of it because it's just happening way too often with uh, younger and younger people. And it's not all gang-related. You get school shooters, you get all these things. I think the problem is, though, is we get children who are raised by people who never grew up don't, don't take responsibility for their own children. And... I've talked to enough kids whose fathers aren't in their lives, and I I, I know what that does to them. And I know therapists and psychiatrists and psychologists will tell you the same thing. Even adopted kids who were brought into nice homes, they have some issues in a lot of cases. Not all of them. Abandonment, esteem. I wasn't good enough. Why would I care about anything? My own father didn't care about me. That is, I mean, it's just an alien way of thinking to me. I mean, I would, I'd rather sleep in my car, do without, than have a a child of mine do without, or be without me. A close friend of mine recently passed away in September, my, my good friend Steve. And his wife had a baby, and they were living here in uh, Massachusetts. She's from Connecticut. She wanted to move down there. And just privately, I said, are you sure you want to do this? If anything if it happens to you guys as a couple, you know, you can't bring your son back. He's got to stay down there. You can't move him out of state. you if you move there and he's made very wise guy I mean very always makes the right choices but in this case he said no we'll be fine Um, turns out she was involved in a relationship before they even moved down there and wanted to be closer to the the other guy and when he discovered it you know she had him leave and he stayed down there He he bought a house to be near his son. Gave up, gave up his whole life up here. Very, very close with his mom, his brother. Both who died in, in the time he was down there. How many life hours were stolen from him with his family? But he, he, he was selfless enough to be there for his son and sacrificed his time. To be with the son, you know, once or twice a week. But we have how many thousands of people who are in the same town who don't care that they have children in that town? Don't Never mind sacrificing anything. They sacrifice nothing. They, not everything. So we have a generation, now probably two or three generations, of just massive amounts of kids who don't feel what it, what it's like to be in a normal two-parent household we have radically changed the family unit and done so so recklessly that we don't know what the consequences are we're starting to see it again your eyes and ears don't don't deceive you Massachusetts is the best state in terms of education of all the 50 states. And I think the report came out that said uh, 41% of the students read proficiently. 41, less than half in a state within a country with embarrassing riches and resources. Less than half. And the teachers will tell you a lot of it has to do with the climate in the class, their inability to to, to be an authority with consequences for bad behavior. So the class just has to suffer the fools who are there to do no good. And these kids are being grown up. They're being grown in an age where they're taught to look down at people like policemen. I started the show talking about that video in New York where the two police officers responding to an unruly crowd outside of a hotel in Times Square turned out to be uh, illegal immigrants who were housed in that hotel that were the problem. And uh, they jumped the two officers and you watch a video. I don't know. It's probably 30, 40 seconds of uh, one of them in the fetal position getting kicked in the head and the other one trying to help him and he's getting attacked and. All different angles. Nine, I think there was between seven and nine attackers. The four that got arrested, there's no bail in New York. They get immediately released. They're off in the wind now. Uh, there was a report they're out on a bus, maybe to California. Can't arrest them. They're out on bail. There's no consequences for doing this. And I asked the question: Why? Why were these policies made? Joe Biden says he's doing everything he could possibly do to secure the border. I almost believe that because I don't think Joe Biden can do more. The most he's done is to strip away the policies of Donald Trump because it was Trump's policy, not because it was the right thing to do. Weeks before the 2020 elections, Joe Biden was implying if you can get here, I'm going to grant you all the amnesties. I mean there was, you saw the caravans, tens of thousands. or was it three hundred thousand since, since uh, Thanksgiving? Since Joe Biden became president, enough illegal immigrants crossed into this country to match the population of Ohio. and new york city complained that texas is sending them there oh you're a sanctuary city you 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 welcome them all what what are you complaining about in order to save new york taxpayers money mayor adams is going to give illegal migrant families uh debit cards that will be given a thousand dollars a month on the accounts for a family of four. Our our nation is is just a joke at this point. It is it is almost hopeless to see a brighter future if we stay the course with this president in the White House. Thanks for calling. You're on the air.
2: Hey, good morning, Ken. Good morning, Steve. So. I'm going to tell you a story that my wife asked me not to talk about, but I, I really don't care because <laughs> I don't come off very good on it. So I'm out running errands, and I decide to stop at a grocery store because I had a couple of things to pick up. And as I was walking into the grocery store, I noticed two small white cube vans stop in front of the grocery store and left what looked at like some immigrants out Couples, I'd say probably close to a dozen people. And so I'm in the grocery store picking up a couple things, and there were all the women all huddled together, doing their shopping. I carry out two bags. I don't carry them out. I put them in my, in my, my cart as I'm done because it didn't take very long. Two shopping bags, and I'm rolling them out, and I proceed to look at five gentlemen all in there I, if I had to guess. All 30s, early 30s. Well, you know this from being a, a PI, and and i i just become good at it because of my previ- previous job watching people. I could tell what they were doing. They were watching the women coming in and the girls and snickering, and in their language, of course, I couldn't understand what they were saying, but pointing and It just infuriated me because I had seen two days before that they were having problems with that in New York on the news that fathers were actually because of the problem of the immigrant, all these illegals here. They were actually walking with their daughters or driving their daughters to school, even though it wasn't too far because they were having a problem with them in some of the areas. And, um, so I got angry. I, I walked by him, and I just stood there, and I looked at him. I made sure I wasn't more than three feet from him. I just stood there, and I looked at him. And I, I, I did. I made the comment, totally my fault. I said, thank the good grace of, the grace of God that none of these women are either my daughter or my wife because I'd knock your teeth down your throat. And they just stood there and looked at me, didn't say a word, kept smoking their cigarettes. And I said, you people are very ignorant, and don't think... We don't know what you're doing, even though we don't understand what you're saying. Well, a gentleman who was parked there in his car waiting for his wife opens the door because he was at the first, the first spot. And he said to me, they've been standing there for about 20 minutes smoking cigarettes doing that. He knew what I was talking about because he heard me. Mm-hmm. He got up and went in and told the manager. Um, I didn't stick around because I was just so infuriated. But that's... That, That kind of crap is exactly what happens when we let people in from other countries that don't have anywhere near the same value. All these people that are coming in, what we see, and it's a a good, it's not all of them, but there's a fair majority of them who aren't here for the American dream. They're not people who are just coming here to get better, to, to better their life. They're coming here. Some of them for free handouts. Perfect case in point, those little rodents in New York in that video. Talk about something. that just enraged me. And that, that, what happened with those cops there um, enraged me so that I said I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to talk about this because that's what we got out there. It's not all of them, and I'm not denigrating all of them. I'm denigrating a, a, decent, a decent percentage of them.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough to watch. It, it, but I got to tell you, I mean, I don't think a lot of cops go 20 years without something similar happening to them. And it's not, it's not just illegal immigrants. But why do we have to suffer bad behavior by uh, of illegal immigrants who shouldn't be here? I mean, and there's no sign that this White House is going to do anything differently. The only thing Joe Biden did was to remove the Trump policies that enforced the border. And now he's saying he can't do much more. He's done everything he can to secure the border, and now he wants to blame the, the Republicans uh, somehow. I mean, nobody's buying it. I think, I think he's got an 18 percent approval uh, with the American people on, on the border issue. And that, that's, um, that's going to keep Trump as a legitimate threat to replace him, that, that one issue. Yeah, you know, Ken,
2: though, the, the, prob- the problem is the media – because you probably have them just like I do. I have friends who are hardcore Democrats, just like I admit I'm a hardcore conservative Republican. But these guys will sit there when I bring this stuff up and, they, and they'll say to me, well, that's because you're watching Fox News. I said, Well, the reason I'm, I'm the only place I'm seeing it is on Fox News, because I said I hate to tell you, I go over to CNN like some of my friends who you've met before. Go, I go over to CNN to see if they're talking about this, this stuff. Very rarely very rarely do you get to see them. They'll talk about the, how how bad the situation is on the illegal immigration issue, but you you don't see that video running about the cop. You know, so different times of the day they see it. You can in see, fact, it'll, in
1: it'll, fact, it'll, when when you know you have a high profile politician going to San Francisco, they clean that neighborhood up before the film before the uh, right. the, the news cameras get there. They they That's magically clean up the neighborhood. And then it returns to the filth that it was just hours before they got there. It's just, you can't even make it up. Steve, I got to let you go, buddy. Thanks for the call. Interesting story. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to The Ken Pippen Show. 6-0, 6 500, well, Super Bowl representatives have been decided, AFC, NFC, Kansas City, San Fran. I don't think a lot of people were very surprised. Um, maybe, maybe the Baltimore fans and people that thought Baltimore had a better team. I just, as you know, last week, I just decided I'm going to trust Mahomes in these kind of games because he's just been too trustworthy and uh, I feel bad for Lamar Jackson a little bit because I just think that the way he plays his style of play is for younger guys uh, it's a younger man's quarterback style because he's he's heavily relying on on the legs he's got great physical gifts amazing gifts um, peerless in that in, in some respects he's got a decent throwing arm but as his legs fail him, he's going to have to be, rely more and more on the pocket presence than he is on escapability. Again, the NFL c- continues to go in this direction. Um, I, w- I think I'd buck the trend if I was a general manager because they just don't—they don't seem to be able to stay on the field. You know, Josh Allen and um, Rick Mahomes. I think they're passers first. They're both talented runners, especially uh, Allen he's got a slight advantage over Mahomes in that category, but I think he's figured it out. You can't, you can't take the risks and hope to stay on that field for 16 games and stay in the playoffs. And of all the positions, everybody's banged up in the NFL after, you know, the full 17 weeks in the regular season. So everybody's banged up when they go into the playoffs. It's very important um, more than any other position for the quarterback to be healthy. And that's just going to be more difficult as the league trends to go to more physical quarterbacks. And I'm just so worried about the Patriots, what they're going to do with this third pick, because the whole next five years will hinge on that. And a lot of the experts are saying the Pats will grab the third best quarterback in the draft if they're right that Chicago grabs Caleb Williams, Drake May goes to Carolina, I'm sorry, um, Arizona, and then Jaden Daniels, who Heisman Trophy winner, had a terrific year, ran for I think 1,100 plus yards, threw for uh, a ton. Um, and, uh, again, a, a terrific year, but he's also thrown to two likely first round wide receivers who had great separation. And he's six four two ten. I don't know that that build is somebody who can take the pounding that um, you'll get by a faster defense like the NFL will offer. Uh, Brian's looking at me like I'm saying something crazy again. This, um, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> you said San Francisco, you said Kansas City. You were right on both accounts.
1: Oh well, thank you. Yeah, I just I just think Mahomes can be trusted in those in those games. Now, I I'm going to go. The other way though I I think San Francisco has enough options to get past Kansas City.
0: Well, I think they had not only options but enough reasons because they lost to them 3 years ago.
1: Yeah, the motivation's going to be there and I think you know when when you talk about Kelsey and you talk about um Pacheco those are good options but but San Francisco has a lot more than that. They just have um
0: They've got a better defense even though Kansas City <clears throat> has a stout defense.
1: I would say on paper they look better. Yeah. I don't know that they performed better in the playoffs, but they certainly, um, you know, if you look at the whole work of the year, I mean, getting uh, Chase at the, you know, from the from the Redskins. God, I mean, they're they're menacing. So and they're, and they're playing
0: on, they're playing in good weather,
1: ideal weather. Can't, doesn't get any better, right? Seventy-two degrees, yeah. zero chance of rain in the uh...
0: very very <laughs> zero chance of rain, it, we're, and close enough to home for them.
1: Yeah, where is it? Uh, Las Vegas this yeah. year? Yeah, it's a nice, it's Over a nice place. Over the Raiders. Yep. That's a great town, I think, for having a Super Bowl, right? There's a lot to do in Vegas.
0: There's a lot to do in Vegas, and Vegas probably, I'm going to take, I'm, before three teams ended up going there, Vegas would be the ideal place for every championship game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, But now that they have teams, you you can't do that. It's going
1: back to the Superdome in New Orleans next year. And yeah. you ever been
0: New Orleans? No. I've been to New Orleans. Yeah. I'd never been to the Superdome.
1: No, I've driven past it. I haven't I haven't stopped in. I almost I tried to go, but I was working. Um I had a case down in New Orleans for five days. Ooh. And Tom Brady was uh with the Bucks playing at New Orleans when I was there, but I had to just listen to the game. I wasn't able to go the way it worked out. However, um it's an it's not a, another place like it in a, in the country. New Orleans it's or Vegas. Ver, no, New Orleans. Or well, I guess you could say the same for Vegas, but yeah. New Orleans is very unique and um very hot. Hard to get a ticket to uh, flights are pretty expensive to New Orleans
0: to fly in and out.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost 600 bucks round trip most of the time. You know, usually flights are half of that.
0: Well, if you were going uh, you said the bucks, you didn't you didn't necessarily say it was for the Super Bowl.
1: No, I don't even know what the prices would be yeah. next year. I know um, I, I looked at because we were being my band's being asked by a, um, a casino what we would need for money and, and in compensation to go out there to this casino in Baton Rouge. And while I'm putting the package together, I'm, I'm saying this this can't be right. But every month it's it's, you know, up always going on yeah. 450 to 650 bucks a ticket. So
0: you can't fly into Baton
1: Rouge. Um, that's, it's only 90 minutes away. Um, so probably not. It would be more pricey, I think. There's originally regionally a regional port transfer. Is,
0: how far is that from Houston? About 200. Miles. Yep. Oh, okay.
1: About 200 miles. I looked at it. Yeah.
0: No, well, and, I'm trying to figure it out. And I looked at, uh, Mobile, work.
1: Mobile, Alabama, and, uh, Biloxi. There's not. Well, oh, that's,
0: that's far, farther well, that's, away though. Well, I mean. Bil- I mean, it's on the strip, but it's farther away. Biloxi's
1: about 110 miles from Baton Rouge.
0: That's Mississippi. Yeah. It's yes, Mobile's Alabama, which is no, the, not that no, far. Another eighty away. miles. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's not. Uh, this, New Orleans would be this, the direct, and uh, unless you go like on a Wednesday and leave on a Saturday, you know where there's not that sort of demand. Yeah, you're, but you're don't gonna you pay
0: have to be there for Saturday.
1: Yeah. So yeah. so but no, I'm glad you said that because what I what I said was if if he can do a Friday night show, it'll be this because it's already cost prohibitive. Mm-hmm. Um, to 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 do it even on a Friday, but it, I think it would be out of reach on a on a Saturday. So it's just not easy to get the band out to get out to get out there with ground transportation and all that. You're looking at, you know, thirty eight hundred bucks yeah, alone. It's an
0: expensive city. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they live off of tourism.
1: I ate. I live off of uh, Gus's chicken when I'm in New
0: Orleans. That could be, but <sighs> Gus doesn't. You know
1: what? It's like Kentucky Fried Chicken. How they. Ideally, would like to have their product. It's the same same ingre- same uh, offerings on the menu, but it's on steroids. It's just so perfect, <laughs> and it might be on steroids.
0: Oh, it's <laughs> it's just perfect food. Oh, well, we know KFC is.
1: Uh well, I know I don't favor going to those places all that often. Papa's. But you'll go to
0: Gus's. Gus's is tremendous. Yeah, Gus will kill you.
1: Yeah, And I think it originated in I want to say Nashville, and they kind of they like,
0: just kind of made their I way south. I
1: think it's six or eight. They're not too big, but they're excellent.
0: Six or, Oh, six or eight different rest yeah. locations.
1: Yeah. yeah. I looked it up. Um, up here, Flip the Bird. Trust me, chicken sandwich. I never had a better one. What's Flip the Bird? It's a North Shore chain. Never heard crazy of it. Crazy good.
0: So speaking of crazy, mm-hmm. what do you think of your high school? Brockton? Yeah. What did I miss? Whoa, really? Yeah. They had a huge special school committee meeting on Wednesday. The fight? This past Wednesday. Are you talking about uh, the fight? Plural, yeah, yeah. Place is going wild. Of course, the, the city's gone wild. I suppose, but I, I guess so. As the school goes, the city goes.
1: The problem is, there's no consequences for bad behavior anymore okay, in the we classroom, were talking about that in the courts. This past week, no yeah. bail in New York. I mean, is that what, what? What are the consequences
0: for not behaving anymore? In school, not much. At home, in school, in school detention. In court. I mean, I say detention. In-school suspension. I remember That's I was silly.
1: there to testify in Brockton District Court one time. And the the room is packed. There's got to be, you know, between 40 and 60 defendants waiting. Maybe not that. Maybe, maybe more like um, 25 to 35. And there was one guy in the back of the room, no reverence or respect for the environment he was in. You know, he's... Tisking and and, comp- yeah. and and he's complaining and the judge finally said, Young man, what is your problem? And he looked at the judge and said, Well it's not like I, I don't have any place to be.
0: What was he there then?
1: He was there as a defendant. Yeah. You know what the judge did? Got him up front, got his case out of the way right away, rewarded him for that.
0: Yeah, or or maybe saved everybody else in the room yeah, but for having to put up with it. For a
1: moment slammer. Say, How'd you like to be locked up? Respect my courtroom. Where's that? Okay. It's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable what we're seeing. There's just no respect for authority at any level. At any level, there's no respect for elders, there's no respect for teacher, parent, police, nothing. It's it's
0: You got to play Young Man Blues.
1: <clears throat> What's that?
0: It's a song. By Other oh, Who did it? Uh, other groups. It's an old blues song. Okay. Yeah, it 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 talks about that how there is no respect for uh, the young kids, and then it turns around, now the young kids are going after the old folks. Mm. It's true. Yeah.
1: It's true. There's no, um, they, don't, they don't think older people know more. They, you know, they know more. They, mm-hmm. know, they know best. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking about the environment that we're in. I mean, we have how many, what's the percentage of homes that don't have a father in the household, that don't have um, functional parenting going on? Or,
0: or Two different things.
1: Uh, it is, yeah. because you do have excellent single moms, mm-hmm. and, and they do a, and single a, a dads. terrific job, yes, yeah. uh, I know. Um, but it was meant for two. and Supposedly, yeah. Well, yeah. when we have one who's you know earning the bread, who's raising the kids while they're out working and trying well, to keep the know, lights I, on and
0: the fridge full? I, I can't speak for you, but sometimes when one parent dies and you're, you're kind of stuck, and that's the situation my mom was in, but my kids
1: my kids it. were in it i was a single dad
0: there you go yeah. i mean but that that so we can sit here the the perception that you give and and i understand is that single parent households are are pretty bad because of the fact that there's not enough control going on in the house well com-
1: combined with the idea that these kids know their father's around the corner and hasn't even looked in their eyes in five years. Could be. That's that's damaging.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I I, I won't argue any of that. But we, I, if you look at c- certain statistics, pardon me if I sit down.
1: No, go right ahead, please.
0: I, ge- you, I gestured it if I wasn't clear. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, If you look at certain statistics that come out, um, you'll see single-parent households, and then you'll see another one that says unwed mothers. Mm-hmm. The fact is that you could have, and you may have been in that situation, I was for a little while, where you are not married to the person, but you live together. Right. The statistic doesn't put that in, in, you know, in the parameter Mm -hmm. for you to to read. So you're reading it and you're saying, wow, look how many single parent households are out, out there. Or folks that aren't married and you think, oh, out of wedlock. And the perception is all hell is uh, has run loose statistically, yeah, when you just look at the numbers,
1: yeah, statistically, there are more problems from uh, emanating from single parent households I would think, than, but I than, don't know. than having two parents
0: I would well classic example is that case that's going on in Michigan right now where mom and dad let the kid have the gun and then he ended up shooting up yeah, the, the school yeah the father
1: bought the kid a gun the mother's yeah. out cheating on the father the kid has all this
0: rage mm-hmm. and he goes out and sh- shoots up the school I, right i i i hear you but there is a an example of a two parent household yep a dysfunctional one yeah. and and but it, you know these are the marginal cases of behavior that we're talking about though that are they marginal yeah. how many two i wonder how many two parent households are dysfunctional compared to you know the cleavers. I know thousands. Yeah. I know well, thousands. Well, there you go. I know thousands of of functioning, uh, well
1: adopted kids who yeah. are you know and and it's even to more credit. I give them more credit when they're when these kids are coming from poor parenting households. Uh, uneducated parents who are, you know, drug addicted, not paying attention to what's going on. And they, and they, and they, they excel and they excel. You're looking at a remarkable person when you see that. Mm -hmm. And And you got, you got out there, but you don't hear
0: much about them. I know. And they should, they should be recognized. Well, woman friend, we were having this conversation and she was saying, why is it always bad news on TV? And I said, because people don't want to see good stories on TV. You're talking about a good story right there imagine if that led the news every night people wouldn't watch and and there's plenty of research to show
1: yeah i mean you see the i i i i tend to watch channel seven boston yeah um news in the morning yeah n b c ten i uh no um it's it used to be an n b c affiliate now yeah. it's channel seven on its own it's not related to a network oh okay and i like i like um Umako Umbaka, I think she's terrific. I think she's going to be a national. Oh, you
0: know that's Boston Seven. Yes, yes, yeah. I, yeah, I like they, that. They sta- are good.
1: Yeah, I like that station. They're te- they tend LeBanshee. to be a, a bit liberal, and I think that when they do these feel good stories, they don't do a good job at it. They're kind of cheesy, but they're out there. There's, yeah. there's stories that yeah. that, are, that should be covered. Um, the truth is, though, people are looking to see what's wrong. So the new, you know, yes. that's that's what sells, yeah. right?
0: Ken. I, uh, I don't know who I was talking to. Uh, maybe it was McCarthy or, or someone around here. I, I said, people run to a burning fire. People want to see somebody jump out of a building. Right? People love it when you lose. They yeah. love dirty laundry. Yeah. Hey, There you go. Spot um, on. UMass, back when I was going to college... UMass had uh, a couple of years in a row when somebody would jump off a dorm building, one of the high-rise dorm buildings, or off the library, which one one was 26, the other one was 24 stories. So, you know, that was goodbye. Yep. But people would run over, and, and in the wintertime, they would watch people just throw the snow so the blood yeah. would trickle through, you know. And there's these viral videos of
1: compilations of people getting hurt. I don't watch them. I don't. I don't want to see. I don't want to see somebody suffering. Why am I going to? I mean, there's enough suffering. I'm, I'm going to have to witness without wanting life. to, right? Yeah, exactly. So why, why go out of my way and watch it? But people do. Yeah,
0: and I got to admit, every once in a while, my eye kind of. Oh,
1: really? Yeah, and I hate the videos that they think it's funny when little kids get hurt. You know, I. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hate when little kids get hurt at all.
0: I don't know. I hate when anybody gets hurt. Yeah, in particular,
1: especially though. myself. Right. <laughs> let me let me t- let me grab this phone call. and uh, thank you for waiting. You are on the air.
3: Hi, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Hi, Ken. Anyway, you got a valid point there about um, there is some hurt when the father's not involved in the home. Um, I feel... I have a, a son who I raised alone and um, I did a, a really good job with him and um, he turned out very responsible and he's kind and he's generous and he's just good all the way around. I'm not bragging on him. People tell me about him, how good he is. So, But the thing is... Um, when I was doing the raising him, I used to feel slighted. I'd go to all the games. I did the father thing, the mother thing. I'd, 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 I took him to every single sport there was, and he excelled in all of them. He was athletic. But I would sit there sometime and I'd go home and cry and, say, and feel slighted because most people were coupled up and I was alone with him. But I'd work out in the gym, and he'd go work out on the other side, and it, it worked out. You know what I mean. And then when I look back at this, guess what? I thought when I was slighted, I wasn't because all a lot of those people that were coupled up, uh, I asked later on down the road, they're all divorced. I mean, they're in a—it's all a big mess. And I, what, it, what was I really missing? And one other point I want to bring out is that there's a father, and his name is God. So it helped for me, and that's why he's there. I know you don't like the religious thing. I notice you get turned off by it. Who? Oh. But, I mean, on the show, I notice if people call up and start talking. No, no, no. The, and...
1: no if somebody's reading nothing but scripture for, for three minutes, then, no, I, I absolutely invite, you know, uh, the morality of faith. I, I don't I don't right, shy away from listen,
3: it. Listen, it works because, like, the, these boys, if they find God and there's nothing wrong with it it's it's it might not they might not think it's macho but in the end it really helps no i, I can't
1: voice. i can't agree more so my father was taken from me by from by cancer mm-hmm. i you know Same here. i yeah. went in, you know he went to the hospital when i was 3 months old and he died when i was 11 months old never never get out of the carney hospital and i was brought up in a roman catholic family I, I have never and this is true i've never felt alone in my life well, that's
3: good. Right. Well, I I I'm saying that God is there for us who need him, I and mean, he is my father above all fathers. I'm right. sorry, that's how I live my life, and he's there for each and every one of us. And these th- these kids need to be guided in that direction too. I believe it, it can't. It's not going to hurt. It's going to help.
1: So I, I, you know, but it, when you say that to certain people, they're going to take offense to it. I not, I wouldn't be one of them.
3: Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I know doctors who have kids that are so screwed up right now that, I mean, and I, they confide in me. And, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I didn't do such a bad job at all. My, you, you know, it goes in degrees. I mean, you can you can come from that kind of family with a divorce and the kid can come out worse, be more screwed up. It, you know, it goes on and on. I talk to people. I think it's a
0: case-by-case case type deal. One, one of the things I try to do is... I got,
1: I took advice from somebody and it's because I asked for it. Uh, this guy, uh, raised my friend and, and his siblings and they're all wonderful, like accomplished people. And I asked him, you know, what, so what's the secret? How did you do it? And the one thing he said first was keep your word. Whether you're going to punish or reward, whatever it is, keep your word to them. And that's, that's the bedrock right there.
3: Sounds good. Well, I know I was I was involved in my son's life, my his whole life. I went to school. Whenever the teacher called in, I didn't stick up for him. I went and I heard two sides. He got reprimanded when he should have. I, I watched him like a hawk. He said, oh, you're like a detective. He couldn't get away with anything. But I, I told him I'm doing my job. I was, it, it's, you know, it's, that's it. I sacrificed for him. He turned out decent. So I don't know what to say. It's just... I the think you said you it. Are.
1: Well, today, right? I mean, parents side with the kids in school if there's a problem. If it's a kid's problem, they never side with the teacher. I remember now my oldest son, Keith, because when my wife died, you know, Keith was having a tough time. He was f- almost five when, when it happened. So mm-hmm. he, he had some, some issues, and he dealt with it beautifully. But there were some bumps. And I think it was a second grade, uh, he, just unacceptable behavior in the classroom. And when he got home... You know, I went into his room and I grabbed him by the collar and I pulled, I pulled him to within a foot of my face and very loudly said, "That's over, that's done. You're not doing that in that classroom. I'm not going to hear about this again." He was fine after that.
3: But right, you got to take the bull by the horns. Yeah. I had to do the same thing with a knife. I saw. Did I you mean, say I knife? McC- <laughs> yeah, McCarthy. I well, I took the bull by the horns. My son, I found a knife in his in his bedroom. Oh, son, oh, son, oh, oh, I. Do- <laughs> Yeah, you know, because you, they say when they become a certain okay. age, you don't really don't go over their boundaries either. So I didn't know what what to do at this point because I did find a knife and I got very nervous because I figured this knife is big enough to kill somebody. I don't know, um, you know, what to do. I was all crazy mm-hmm. the whole day. I didn't know which way to turn, but I used my own common sense. I talked to a girlfriend. She didn't really have good suggestions. So I said, you know what I'm going to do with this knife? I'm going to confiscate it, and I'm going to put a note where the knife was. And I put a note that said, if you want this weapon, see the police. I never heard another word about the knife. It is my house. It was his bedroom. And I didn't want to, you know, I did want to snoop a little, but only because of drugs and things (laughs) like that. You'd have to know what your child's doing. Because most, a lot of parents don't even bother doing that and i i did the right thing and i did it with my own common sense and i never heard another word about it and i'm glad i did take the knife because you know he could have he could have gotten a gang something could have happened
1: well it was the right choice because nothing further happened with that knife so obviously it was the right choice yeah you know no question
3: well this is the thing everybody has to parent their own way i didn't want to be my son's friend I wanted to be his parent because I earned that and worked for it. And I don't care to be the friend. I want to be your parent. I, I I earned that. But everybody wants to do it differently. I have a sister, And you have to make judgment
1: out. calls. You, I mean, you are a nurse. You're a cook. You're, you know, you're all these things. You also are the judge. You have to be.
0: And better yeah, so. you be the judge than the a real judge. <laughs> right.
1: All right. Good call. That was a good call. Thank you for sharing that.
3: I did the best I could. That's it. It
0: sounds
1: like
3: it. Thank you.
1: Take care. All right, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Yeah, I, I mean, no, there's no book on how to be a perfect parent. And, and if, no. if there, in fact, and, there and are a they're, couple of books. Pl-
0: actually, there are plenty of books, but they turn out to be people who had dysfunctional <laughs> yeah, kids. Exactly. right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they, they told their story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, hey, did you see this? Did you see this uh, video? Uh, the report on how our we have one hundred and forty thousand miles of guardrail across the country. And they are incapable of stopping electric cars when they hit them;
0: they get ripped up. We have 140 miles, 140,000, oh, miles,
1: 140,000 miles of guardrail that are almost completely ineffective against EVs that, because
0: of their weight, EVs weigh too much or they're too oh, light,
1: yeah. too too heavy. This video, how, I would
0: I would think that an EV is lighter than a diesel, you know, come. Combustible engine. No, the battery is just so
1: heavy. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's about the size of the car in, in terms of whether it's you know three and a half by six feet or whatever it is. It's uh, it's enormous and it's very very heavy.
0: Wonder well, how many cars have gone through.
1: Well, if you get to see the video, it just rips it rips them right up. It's crazy. Wow.
0: But and, I mean, isn't that a test like, as opposed to real you know real live accidents happening like a dash cam showing you?
1: Well, there was there was a couple of accidents that took place so far that, that prompted this. This um, reenactment testing, and I got to be honest, it's it's between thirty and fifty dollars per linear foot for installation. We got one hundred and forty thousand miles of of, of guardrail.
0: That well, but I I'm hoping that when it was installed, it was before EVs came out. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Well, you never. Well, who knows? Well, I
1: mean, some of them are probably still going up, but I'm saying. The, the, the guardrails that we have in place now are not meant for such dense, heavy. Well,
0: but, but I think that's the point. And if you're telling me that we still have them going up now, that's probably something that needs to stop.
1: Gotta look at it. And, yeah. and, and I wonder if that cost by the Greenuses, you like what I did there, uh,
0: yeah. if if they figured that in. That's a. You know, oh, you know what? That would be a great one to throw at them. Three, 30 to 50. F-
1: how much? Dollars you per, per linear foot times yeah. 140,000 miles of guardrail that are, what, two and a half, three feet high? Oh, my word. I don't know. Um oh, man. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I didn't, I, you know, usually you catch all these things somehow, Brian. You're, well, that one, I mean, because I was catching other stuff. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so Brockton has to deal with. Again, a chaotic lack of authority sort of in the and halls.
0: And- did You You should have heard. You, and you probably uh, know some of the people that are over there. This guy, uh, Canavan, who teaches math and cross-country coach. Maybe he was there, um, came in after you. Uh, he was kind of a stocky guy. Mm. He said there was a fight going on. He went to break up the fight and he broke it up. But then a third party came and, you know, clobbered him from behind, broke his arm. There was a lot
1: of fights in Brockton High, but but not when the authorities were there. Not when you didn't, you know, because it wasn't worth it. There was a lot of people in full force that were ready. Well, uh, I don't
0: know what's going on now, but a lot of fighting, uh, smoking pot in the bathroom and folks just leaving school. Oh, yeah. Well, that's always been going on. Well, yeah, but in my day, we had permission to do it. I don't think they do today.
1: In our day, you could try to run, but there was a cop named Ralphie who was pretty fast. <laughs> so you had to watch out for him. All right, we'll be back. 996 you guys have the WBSM app on your phones don't you well, if not why not wouldn't you want to hear the AM station as clear as FM sound wherever you go right from your phone connect to your car radio to Bluetooth and then listen wherever you drive breaking new Bedford news alerts sent right to your phone more WBSM content right at your fingertips call right in right through the app you want to get on the show it's a, it really is a better way to listen especially when you are privileged enough to get my bumper music maybe more so than some other shows but anyway um glad you're listening some some important topics and um some not so important like uh the NFL Super Bowl coming up uh the new offensive coordinator for the Patriots uh has been announced Alex Van Pelt don't know a lot about him. I mean, I, I recognize him. I'm just saying I'm not really up on his resume as a coach or offensive coordinator. I just think this is, uh, it's a formula for make it up as you go along that is it, kind of reckless when it wasn't necessary on Kraft's part. But, And I, I do think Gerard Mayo may one day be a great coach. There's just no evidence he's there. And so... To weigh an entire NFL season or two on what is essentially going to be an experiment, I, I just don't think it was necessary with so many good names out there that that provably know how to win a championship. And uh, my second choice, because I did want to see Belichick stick around, uh, because he was open to bringing on somebody else to pick the the draft choices, I I, I thought that was him saying, yes, I'd like to stay, but now it's just kind of a hot mess. We'll be back one more hour to go here on the Ken Pittman Show. You're listening to WBSM 1420 AM and 99.5 FM. Get that app.
0: WBSM and W258DR New Bedford. New Bedford's news talk station, 1420 AM and 99.5 FM. WBSM a town square media station.